A recent post on 13 was a conversation between a mentor and a student. Of course, it has. It's not like a mentor means a guru or student means a school student. Uh, both of them are that way matured human beings. And the conversation in this particular post is about time management, but not specific to time management. In today's podcast, we want to talk about how in life. we are always in search of a new mantra a new method a new technique or hack as we call in these days for all our problems we don't realize that the problems might be different for different people and also the circumstances are not same uh, for each and every one so let us get into a conversation today shantesh about why are we in search of these techniques and how we train our mind assuming that everything can be solved by a tool or a technique even if the matters are related to mind welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday here we interact read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create your host for today are prasanna and myself shantesh let's get started before we proceed into uh, this conversation prasanna i would really like you to give a gist of that particular post that you are referring is that may give a context uh, of that story and from there we can start uh, unraveling for ourselves absolutely so the stage is set and uh, we have this conversation between the mentor and the student where the student comes and says to the mentor that uh, sir i have been using several tools several methods when it comes to managing my time and i have always been failing in achieving my time management and productivity so on which the master asks him uh, that uh, what is it that you are now looking for are you looking for another new tool another new method then the student is more curious to un- first understand what the um, mentor actually uses on which the mentor says it will not help you i can share i don't have any problem but it will not help you because whatever i use is valid and useful for me uh, and then they go into a very deeper conversation of trying to understand if time can be really managed there uh, why are the tools not working why are we in search of new different tools and what's the real problem sometimes we are far, going far away from reality and getting into a rabbit hole of new and new tools and techniques to that extent that we forget the actual problem in the first place and we end up in a different place altogether so that's the overall gist of the conversation and uh, i think from there we can take it ahead shantish right uh, so absolutely correct and just rooting myself onto the context of what you started with the conversation of time management uh, let me take the same example and then start looking forward uh, when we are managing time per se first of all time is not what you manage time continues in one of our earlier podcasts we have discussed that at length uh, and time keeps on moving it's just that how you conduct around that continuously moving time uh, and manage yourself uh, in that context so time management therefore is sort of a myth uh, an illusion uh, but 
going uh, a little further as conventionally still understood what time management is uh, uh, essentially why are we trying to do that at the first place is is that we believe that managing time and equals increasing productivity and increasing productivity equals more profit more profit uh, would mean that we would be happy and that whole thing itself uh, is is something which is of a myth in the context of a capitalist world that we live in uh, we believe by setting certain benchmarks and the higher benchmark is measured with the amount of money that you generate or profits that you make and that therefore we equate with uh, happiness uh, as a measure but if you look at uh, the happiness index of different countries bhutan uh, apparently has the uh, is is on the top of the list uh, but is not one of the richest countries or not even in the top 10 economies of the world i don't think even it is in the top 50 economies of the world for that matter but then it becomes one of the happiest uh, countries and so like in your uh, post uh, prasanna how the student uh, the unravels uh, for himself uh, the the sort of method that is required for himself uh, has to be found by himself and what works and what does not work is very individualistic uh is very true because again in a capitalist world we look at things like machines and one solution fits for all because it's easy it's something that can be mass produced but humans are not machines essentially and we look at uh, uh, uh fitting that one time management app so called uh onto everybody uh, and and it never uh, really works for most um uh, and and the phenom uh, the uh, the fundamental thing for that uh, is that we all have different situations different circumstances it may work uh, in the initial days because you are excited about it and you may forcefully make it work but it's not your natural course of progression that uh, that you will be able to adapt to it and therefore one needs to really discover for themselves and through introspection and keeping this situation aside there are several instances where one has to introspect uh, themselves to see what is working for them and what is not working for them it could not necessarily just be with the context of time it could be with the context of diet or food it could be with the context of the kind of exercise somebody goes to gym and does a workout of 2 hours does not mean that that's going to work for you as well for you it may be just sitting and having a breathing exercise session and that may just work uh, and and make you agile and uh, bring alacrity and so one has to really discover for themselves but before we go into finding that how it has we discovered one simple common trait that i see across all this is of being sensitive one has to sensitize themselves to observe their inner self very carefully very closely uh, and in a way ob- also objectively uh, not with your emotional question but very objectively you kind of notice yourself and that sensitization is the first step and the key 
to really discover yourself i feel very true and i appreciate the line which you mentioned about that we are not machines and not one solution fits all kind of approach can be used uh, and if you see uh, not only at an individual level we are not machines but also the circumstances in which we live are not like a laboratory where pressure and other conditions are constant and there are some assumptions in which if one thing is done in this particular way will always result in that result which, which may not happen forget about for different people even for the same person in different circumstances the outcome can be different that's what we have also discussed in one of our old podcast where we said that uh, why biographies and following people like bill gates may not work even for bill gates today in 2021 mm. a bill gates will not become a bill gates by doing what he has done throughout his life and uh, that's exactly what happens with many of these tools techniques and hacks that they are not relevant for the person who is trying to read it from someone else who has used it just let us take what happens in reality in reality we are not facing the theoretical ideological societal problems we are facing our own personal individual direct urgent problems so today uh, suddenly you come to know that there is a lockdown in bangalore and your context changes your way of looking at different things changes suddenly there is say maybe a um, uh, vaccination drive happening in my area in mumbai my whole approach towards the day changes so not only about time management but in general about life we kind of uh, intellectualize so many things rather than looking at the immediate urgent realities of life and that's where the truth lies because that's what is real for me to go in a line and get myself vaccinated is the truth for me in this moment and many times i try to find a time management solution for that or a philosophical idea behind it so my point is uh, that's why the, one of the other reason why these tools techniques which are used by others might be good for them have worked for them but not necessary work from for everyone mm. and it's again true that the techniques that uh, like you said uh, that work for me will not work for you or vice versa uh, uh, but how like beyond becoming sensitive to this like i said okay uh, how do we then find out what really works for ourselves can i can i direct the conversation to that uh, area right so i think that's where the real uh, confrontation lies because first in order to find something i think one has to acknowledge what is the myth as you said the word myth or a lie behind it so there are so many lies now let us take the same example of productivity for example my lack of productivity or my inability to so called manage my time are hiding behind many lies like uh, uh, i'll i'll just share a personal instance for example is that uh, i came across this very interesting app uh, and uh, and uh, on my new ipad and so i think the excitement of having a new ipad uh, back in 2011 2012 uh, and and a new app store was just coming up or something and then i came across this uh, app where uh, it it promised 
that you can manage your time well. Google Calendar wasn't really evolved back then. And uh, it was pretty expensive for me then. And I still went ahead and purchased. Uh, the myth was that this will change my world. And it really did for a week or so. And then I forgot about that app. And, and it happens so many times. I must, uh, uh, like, without keeping aside my embarrassment, I should just share this because uh, somewhere, you know, it, it sort of created that uh, illusion for me, uh, which only when I distance myself and look at that situation now objectively, I can see it. But otherwise, um, it it was so real. But I'm sure also for some people that app must have worked and they would be using it even today. And that's exactly the case that I'm trying to come to. That we, essentially that illusion uh, appears so real while we are into it that people end up spending thousands of dollars for some workshop or something which promises a huge thing and it seems to also work, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I completely get what you're saying. And we are not against the tools or the apps or the various uh, things which are available, like courses, as you said, when it comes to productivity, absolutely no problem with that. But the point is that our approach towards those things is very different. And secondly, many a times we get so much involved into that uh, tool itself or that course or that methodology or that approach itself that we start getting engrossed and in, engaged with that thing rather than looking at our real work. Um, there are people who have done masters in these productivity apps and uh, you can see on YouTube channels and all they keep discussing about these different apps. They talk about what are the benefits, what are the ways in which so uh, a lot of discussion happens there. But many a times we forget that why are we there in the first place? So it is important to understand that and once you do that then again nothing against that but even a pen and paper can help you solve manage your problem. day and time and solve that problem yeah 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 absolutely it's one of those uh, stories that you come across where in a chocolate factory uh, by mistake some empty boxes went uh, into the market and to figure that out the company spent a million dollar solution but uh rudimentary basic level uh, assembly line worker comes and says, let's put a big fan in front. The boxes that fly off are empty. And so sometimes you really require that ingenuity, uh, an ingenious way to look at uh, your situation. And that's where I mean that you don't look at things emotionally because you really think uh, emotionally in the sense that even for me, that particular app was so well researched. It was so well packaged that I bought that idea uh, rather than the content of that uh, app. And uh, soon, uh, more faster than expected, I realized the truth. Um, and, and I still tried to drag myself through that because I've spent some $10 on that. And, and I think uh, when, I look at my situation objectively, my emotions are kept aside and you don't really bring that uh, into the picture. I think uh, that becomes very important. And, and while I say that there is one interesting thing that 
uh, I'm kind of thinking of, which is about Buddha. Uh, and, and in one of the conversations uh, on YouTube, uh, where I came across, uh, I don't recollect the conversation was between whom, but on one side, it was Mr. Goenka who is talking about Buddha being one of the greatest scientists. Uh, and he would deeply observe himself uh, from uh, a very uh, objective standpoint uh, and, and even observe his emotions in that manner, that what is triggering what, that a certain type of emotion makes what impact on the body or which part of the body gets that tingling sensation to that degree. Uh, and I think essentially why we are bringing this topic is that we try to find these little hacks let's call them hacks uh, of time management or food management or relationship management or whatever we call uh, but essentially the end result is to find happiness for ourselves and happiness is not a place but a state of mind and so if that is a state of mind then it's available and accessible right now, right here. Uh, it's just that we have to discover that for ourselves. And if we find that, uh, then, then all these uh, illusions uh, can be seen a little more objectively. Uh, maybe we have to discuss about what happiness is in some other podcast, but for today, uh, before we complete the podcast, any kind of final words that you have to say? Yes, absolutely, Shantish. We will get into maybe happiness also coming to the solution for these hacks and all. We will not want to get into the solution part of it. So uh, we can see that in other podcasts, how to explore these topics. But to complete today, I think one step to get closer to reality or truth is to acknowledge the lies and the myths. As you used the word, I like that word myth. So many a times, if you see the people like us, who keep asking for different apps, different methods for time management, we have to confront the reality that in reality, we don't want them. It's just some pretense for some other thing. Same applies for many things. Like for example, people who ask for recommendation of books, they don't read those books. People who ask for recommendation of uh, uh, listening to good podcast or meditation techniques, what are the good ways of meditation? They don't meditate. So. First, we have to confront what the reality is, let it hit harder on us. And then maybe uh, the next step is to go deeper into finding actually what matters to us and then find a way to achieve that. Maybe. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com. That is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.